Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. When you're a 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and and more and more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back into the 415ers podcast. Three times a week coming at you Monday, Wednesday, and of course, Friday, your preview episode for the 49ers week four matchup Monday Night Football against the Los Angeles Rams. As always, go download, rate, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. On the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network, 95.7 The Game. Evan Giddings, Mark Grandy with you. Back as always. Mark, what's up, man? It's a big week for the Niners. How are you feeling? It is. Huge week. Monday night football coming up. It's the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, This game tends to always mean more. We have a lot to talk about, a lot to get into. I know we'll talk about the importance of this week, but there's kind of a lot of stories kind of floating around this team right now that we'll dive into first. So I'm excited. Let's get it going. Well, the first one that Kyle Shanahan addressed on Thursday in his press conference, the fact that the biggest video swirling after the Sunday night football game between the Denver Broncos and the 49ers in which they lost was Jimmy Garoppolo kind of walking off the field after seemingly an offensive drive that stalled. There was quite a few of those, so difficult to pinpoint exactly which one. But he seemed to, according to lip readers everywhere, and there are many Amateur experts on Twitter. Readers. Well, there are many experts on social media, as we've found out. The one that has been swirling the most was your plays suck, man. And whether or not he actually said that, we'll never know for sure because of what we found out today in the press conference, which was Kyle Shanahan, number one, hasn't watched the clip. Two, will likely not watch the clip. And three, doesn't really care about the clip. And so this is what I want to start with, Mark. How big of a deal is it? Because Kyle Shanahan is effectively saying it's a joke, and I understand his reasoning behind it, but I I, I feel like we're on separate pages as far as if it's a big deal. Um, Well, first of all, I'm absolutely not convinced that that's what Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo said. Looking at it, you know, I, I think I, I can definitely see a – a man at the end, but everything before that, I'm not really sure. I'm not going to pretend like I, I'm a, I'm a good lip reader. I, I think it's, it's kind of silly, this whole thing. And okay, let's, let's just entertain for a second. Let's say he said that. Okay. What really does that mean? He's frustrated in the moment. That play didn't work out. It's been a frustrating game. I think that play was in the second half. You know, things are kind of unraveling. He's already committed a a boneheaded safety where he steps out of the end of the end zone. Uh, he he's upset at Kyle Shanahan for that play call. Another incomplete pass. They have to punt. They turn the ball over. Whatever the exact situation is, 
you're frustrated. You're in the moment. You are upset. And something like that, that you're not really saying to any particular person, you're kind of just saying it under your breath. I know it was out loud. And, and, and if you were standing right next to him, you could probably hear it, but it's not like it was part of a conversation. It wasn't intended for anyone specifically. I don't think it's that big of a deal, honestly. And, you know, maybe that makes me a, a, a party pooper. I don't know. But like, I, I really just don't think it's that big of a deal. This is a competitor in the heat of a moment on the biggest stage in the NFL that week, Sunday night football. And, you know, he says something out of frustration. If that is, is even what he said, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal whether or not Kyle Shanahan was lying on Thursday when he said, you know, we voice frustrations to each other all the time. We have a good enough relationship to do that sort of thing. We're like really good friends. We talk every day. You know, we kind of have that relationship where we can go back and forth with each other, where Jimmy can say, hey, this wasn't the best move because so-and-so. And Kyle can respond with, hey, you had Debo wide open. Why didn't you see him? This is a play we have to hit. Like, that's the relationship that these guys have, or, or so they say. Maybe they're lying again, but I mean, if they're not lying and if there is something more to it, it's not going to affect their ability to go out and, and play football. I mean, I don't think that Jimmy Garoppolo was going to purposefully, you know, not make throws because he's upset at Kyle Shanahan. I don't think Kyle Shanahan is going to limit the play he's calling because he wants to see Jimmy Garoppolo struggle. Like, that's not on the table here. So I am of the opinion that this does not matter all that much, even if Jimmy Garoppolo did say, your plays suck, man, which, again, I'm not convinced he did. So, frankly, in my opinion, I think that uh, Internet and Twitter specifically is making this a larger story than it had to be. I will, they, I will though, say, Evan, that uh, the Niners probably didn't handle this the best way possible uh, because if they just came out and said the truth, whatever it is, um, or at least, you know, you know, hit it more head on, uh, maybe they would have been able to get the story to die down a little bit. But instead, Kyle Shanahan just kind of woke everyone up to it once again. Yeah, and by no means am I trying to insinuate that we know exactly what he said. That means there's some dissension. That means there's a fracturing relationship between the quarterback and his head coach. I don't think necessarily he said exactly that. It could have been something like, hey, your plays suck. He could have been referring to himself and he's talking to himself. Like, we'll never know. My only issue with it and why I do think not the actual words, but the whole idea and the situation is kind of interesting and, and somewhat of a big deal is because in reference to the clip, Kyle Shanahan starts by saying, I don't know the clip you're talking about. I got it on my notes before this press conference, but I'm not a very good lip reader. I probably won't watch it. Yeah. And then there's a follow-up question. And he says, just like you were talking about, Mark, you know, the actual moment is frustrated with our entire team, frustration with our entire team. First of all, the clip is clip to me is a joke, so I can't believe we're talking about it. I'm pretty sure that's not what he said. We're frustrated with the entire game. Now, I see some some kind of separation, some mixed messages there, whereas he's dismissing the clip without having seen it. He doesn't know exactly what happened. Maybe he talked about it with Jimmy after the game, and Jimmy said, hey, I saw this, I said this. You know, They kind of aired things out, and so it's not really a big deal. But if it is not a big deal, I think there are better ways to have diffused the situation, such as 
even if it is lying, which coaches do all the time for the betterment of their team. I'm not knocking anyone who does not reveal the entire truth to the public, to the media, because they're going to run with it the way we're running with this potential clip that we don't even know actually was said. <laughs> That's why, to me, it's important that you diffuse these things immediately. All, in my opinion, Kyle Shanahan had to do on Thursday at his press conference was come out and say, yeah, I gave a once over to the clip. It's five seconds long. Honestly, I couldn't really make out what he said. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Me and Jimmy talked about it after the game, what went well, what didn't, what we're going to work on moving forward, and how we're going to get ready for the Rams. I don't really think the clip is that interesting. It's not even really relevant, and we're not going to be talking about it for the rest of this press conference. That's all he needed to say, in my opinion. And instead, there's kind of these... I don't want to say he he lied or put words in his mouth, but there's conflicting messages with, you know, I got it on my notes before the press conference, but it's a joke, but I haven't seen it. And I'm pretty sure that's not what he said. There's a lot of pretties and maybes and ifs and buts. And there's just room for people to nitpick like we're doing now. I think he could have done a better job at diffusing it. Life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches, but there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. I agree. If his goal is to kill this story, yes, he could have done better. He could have, you know, said like you said, he, he could have come out and said, you know, a moment of frustration. You know, we all say those things. We all have those looks on our face. You know, you cut to me on the sideline after a bad play, and you can probably interpret things that I'm thinking too. He, he could have said all that. We hashed it out afterwards. You know, this is normal. We have these conversations. I agree. But I will also say, Kyle Shanahan, when he is asked about these kinds of things, and it has happened a lot this season, this offseason, because it's been a really weird, a really strange season. The one thing he has said and continues to say endlessly is I and our team do not care about the things the media are talking about. Now, you can you can say he's lying there. Maybe he is. Maybe he does care. He's obviously aware of these things, but I would venture to guess that he's at least being somewhat truthful here and that he really doesn't care what the media thinks, what Twitter thinks, what Niner fans think about these kinds of nonsense stories. Because... He thinks they're nonsense. So, again, I, I'm with you in the fact that if he wanted to kill this story, he probably could have said something different. But I would argue maybe he just doesn't care enough to address it in any sort of official way because it doesn't deserve his attention. I mean, he has said that in, in certain stories in the past as well. Like, I'm not going to waste my time with this sort of thing because I have other things to worry about and other things to do. Now, that's not maybe the greatest way to to answer, you know, a question from the media, because maybe you're making enemies, you're making media members feel uncomfortable, whatever. I'm not saying that that's a good or a bad thing. It's not his job to please the media. But all I'm saying is, in terms of what Kyle Shanahan's responsibilities are, and the way that he's, you know, valuing what needs to get done, killing this viral video where Jimmy Garoppolo might have said that Kyle Shanahan's a bad play caller, like, I think that's pretty low on his totem pole of things to do. He has a lot more important things to worry about than killing this rumor about what Jimmy Garoppolo might have said in the middle of an NFL game. No, I'm with you completely. I just do think that there are sort of breadcrumbs that media members, critics, fans will be kind of collecting at the, as this season goes along. And depending on how the season turns out, 
If you make the playoffs, if you win, if you go as deep as you did last year, you're going to sweep this all under the rug. But if not, people are taking notes. So I, I just felt like there was a chance to potentially nip this in the bud so that it doesn't rear its ugly head unnecessarily later in the season, along with, I'm sure, a lot of other things that people are kind of taking note on when it comes to Shanahan. The other thing that was kind of a, a big topic of conversation throughout the press conference on Thursday for Kyle was sort of what you laid out, Mark, in our last episode, in our reaction episode, the fact that during the Denver game, there were a few opportunities specifically for Debo Samuel on offense in which he was open, had an opportunity to take a ball potentially to the house for a touchdown, at the very least for a big game, and he did not get the ball despite being open. I believe Brandon Ayuk was also thrown into that conversation as well. And kind of Kyle addressing the fact that, you know, looking at the film, Debo, you know, did he understand or was he understanding of how Jimmy couldn't see him or get the ball to him? And he basically diffused that as well. I think honestly quite better, you know, better than, than he did um, the, the lip reading because in his mind, that's more of a football question. But, you know, they're busted coverages on every single play. Um, you know, there's two opportunities for Debo down the middle of the field along with Ayuk. You know, Jimmy hit Kittle on one of them. I know you mentioned there was one that got batted down at the line that may have turned into an interception that could have instead gone for a deep pass. Um, it's frustrating, but, you know, they understand as wide receivers that there are other things going on on plays that they can't see just because their back is turned to the ball. So for me, you know, the biggest question entering this week is going to be what to do about the offense. And I thought that at least bringing up Debo as you know, sort of an example of how you put that behind you to me was kind of important and at least a good sign when I'm looking for, all right, how are you going to grow? Cause right now I don't think the offense can get any worse. I mean, yeah. After that Sunday night game and at least in the passing game, part of me. Yeah. I mean, you score 10 points. I mean, things obviously aren't going good and you know, that is a good Denver defense. You know, they, they are challenging to go against, but certainly they're, uh, you need to score more than 10 points. It doesn't matter who who you're playing against. Um, I, I thought that, that that answer as well was interesting from Kyle Shanahan because of the story. And, you know, we've talked about this a little bit, the relationship between, you know, Garoppolo and Shanahan. And I think there's been, you know, I, I, I'm of the opinion, we can talk more about this a little later, but I, I'm more of the opinion that it, Garoppolo has has kind of invited some more criticism the way that he's answered some questions recently than Shanahan. But I think the way that Shanahan answered that question, talking about, you know, how does Debo feel when he's open and Garoppolo doesn't get him the ball? I mean, that's Shanahan probably being truthful, but it's also him, you know, going to the to the plate, stepping to bat for his quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, saying, All right, look, guys, it's easy to point out a guy that's that's open on the right side of the field, but our quarterback's looking to the left. That's where the read is. He makes the throw there. It's not as simple as a guy's open. The quarterback is for sure going to see him. So I think it was you know important to to see and to hear Kyle Shanahan you know do that and and um, you know to, to benefit his quarterback, um, which I you know not, doesn't necessarily put to bed any of these rumors that there's you know a fracture in the relationship between Garoppolo and Shanahan. Um, I, I tend to doubt that maybe there's some growing frustrations. There's a little bit more uh, of that, you know, tension between them than there's been in years past. But I mean, how could there not be considering how the offseason went, how how terrible this game was in Denver? I think that's all natural. Um, but I agree with you. It was, I think, nice to see uh, uh, Shanahan step in 
and uh, you know, go to go to the plate for his quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, saying, "All right, you know, it, playing quarterback is difficult. You're not always going to see every open receiver on the field." I still would argue, as as I did last episode, that there are opportunities that Garoppolo missed that he probably shouldn't have missed, and if he misses those moving forward as the season goes along and as Garoppolo gets more comfortable then maybe the conversation shifts a little bit and maybe Kyle Shanahan isn't able to defend him quite as much. Um, but as of now, I agree. It, it was nice to see Shanahan uh, kind of, you know, step up there for Garoppolo.